Horror. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom-Com Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us again, we have Mark and Johnny. Welcome. Hey. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having us back. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, today we are taking a bite out of Minute 70, which begins with Sean walking over to the Winchester's fuse box. And ends with Liz watching die flip channels as Sean approaches. So I have, I have a, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I have something I'd like to ask uh, the the company here. <laughs> okay, it, is this is this the scariest minute of the movie? You know, I wrote down my first note is. I would just not move is what I wrote down <laughs> given, <laughs> given what happens in this minute. Um, again, it feels very uh, in the vibe of like a Resident Evil game continuing from yesterday's minute where it's like, oh, doors lock. Let me go check circuit breaker. It's like very puzzle solving. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like problem solving. One, one solved problem creates another one. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then so like and then like I have to imagine myself because, you know, I used when you work in a bar, there's some sketchy, like dark places and restaurants. And if depending on how old, how old it is, and it's like you get to a moment like that where it's like, all right, I'm in the creepy like cellar or the keg room or something, and then like you're already scared or spooked out. Like, um, like I I'm, I manage servers that are in a downtown location at my current job, and it's like I've had to go there in the middle of the night, and it's just loud servers and just long hallways of just blinking lights and and stuff and it's like you're there by yourself and i'm always like damn someone could just really walk by and i couldn't hear them because it's so loud in here and i freaked myself out like sometimes (laughs) just in this situation where it's like if i had turned and i saw that um i would just i'd just be like hey someone come in here i really need it like (laughs) and just like freeze up you know, kind of like in a nightmare. And I just, I, I wouldn't know what to do, but I definitely wouldn't get any closer to the window, you know? <laughs> I'd like to think that I would do exactly what he did. In a perfect world, I would just be like, I don't want to see any of this right now. Uh-huh. Um, but I would not have just casually walked. But I know he was like super freaked out, but I would have just walked behind the bar first and like figured out what sort of booze was still there. I mean, like, I need to make myself a drink first, calm down, then rejoin the group and pretend like nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, this this speaks to me on a deeply uh, just just a deep psychological level of Mm -hmm. just like abject denial of of just like, nope, Uh, like I can't even tell you how many times in my life 
uh, the what he just did of pulling the blind down on the on the door is exactly what I have done to my bank account um, so many times. <laughs> oh, Same. Yeah. Okay, bank account for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're just like the zombies of the bank account. I'm not looking at that. Nope. Because <laughs> um, if I don't look at it, then I don't know how little I have. Uh, it's <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah, that's what this moment oh. feels like to me. Is that we've all been there. I've definitely done it at work too. I've just like something has happened like behind me. I turn around and I go, Mm-mm, nope, just yeah. walk out the door and just be like, it's fine. Yeah, it <laughs> yep. is. It is weird when that part of your brain kind of takes takes the wheel for a few minutes. Uh huh. Yeah, where you're just like, I can't handle this right now. I just yeah, can't. Just like, nope. You you no. literally nope. I mean, it's where that meme comes from. I think that's like <laughs> right. <laughs> Sean that just kind of like shuts down and leaves. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I just love it. And yeah, you're right. It does really have like a creepy, uh, it, I don't know. It, it's kind of like a little bit of, I, I really want Edgar Wright to make a haunted house movie someday. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's little moments like, <laughs> like oh, well, he, he made don't. He did make don't, but they also, you know, they made machete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make, make don't. And make don't. <laughs> make hashtag make don't. Make don't. <laughs> oh man. Uh that's uh that's a weird uh that'd be a weird hashtag. Um I uh it sounds I, vaguely like naughty. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> make don't. Um <laughs> so uh I I also I think that there's um there's definitely the denial is absolutely there. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a level of shame, which I guess there always is in moments like this. <laughs> That's um, true. It's like immediately like, I, I fucked up. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> because yeah. he came through the back door and he thought he lost the zombies, but he obviously didn't. They all mm-hmm. they all followed him to the back door. Um, so uh, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a combination of of nope. And uh, and uh, I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And that's superhuman. I feel like yeah. that. I feel like you know when that happens in like uh, when you're fixing something or like building something, and it's just like you're you're like I I I need a second. I can't deal with the mistake I just made. <laughs> oh, I did I did that uh, rather recently. So uh, not entirely in the same context as zombies. Equally sure. as terrifying, building a bookshelf. Oh. When you find oh, yeah. out that they forgot to include the instructions. So you try oh. to go it alone. Horrible mistake. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. wound up sitting in the middle of the floor and crying until Mark got home <laughs> because I was like, I, I fucked up. I fucked up bad. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where these screws go. I'm just going to sit with a screwdriver in my hand until he gets home because I feel like if I move, everything will fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> Including the bookshelf. Including um, the bookshelf, but yeah. not limited to the bookshelf. <laughs> so uh, I have a lot of questions about, uh, so what happens in this minute is he obviously hit, he flips the breakers and there was a door uh, in the background that has like a window and, and some zombies show up. Like once he hits the light and it, it reveals that there's a ton of zombies through that window. Um, so a couple questions in universe and then a couple questions like kind of behind the scenes influence. But the first one would be, those zombies are trying to get in. Why? And is it because of them? Yeah, people? it's it, it's definitely because of them. It, like I said, uh, 
this is the door that Sean came in on after he ran away from the huge horde of zombies. He like lured oh, them away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he 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 said that he lost them and then came in through the back door. And what this is revealing is that no, he did not lose them. They're just slow and they eventually followed him back to the back door. And yeah. now they want to get inside because they know he's in there. I think this is the first time I've ever actually noticed that after all the times I've watched Shaun of the Dead, I've always just been like, well, why are they there? And I never put two and two together. Because zombies are everywhere. They're everywhere, man. Um, <laughs> right. And then the second thing is, have you ever seen the movie, uh, was, I think it's called like Mosquito. I think it's just, you know, there was a time in like this 80s where they were like, oh, we'll just name an animal and we'll do a horror film on that. Piranha, Mosquito. Uh, Why? <laughs> was that 80s earlier? Yeah, yeah, I think it was 80s. But you know, there's like, so you, have you guys seen that film? You know, like where they have like the basement scene. Um, I have not seen Mosquito. No, no, nah, neither have I. Unfortunately, it's like they're in a. It's like killer mosquitoes, but they're like pretty I big. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a moment where they're like in this house, and they're like, "Oh, like oh, we checked the whole house. It seems clean." And then they're like, I think they look at the basement, and it's like pitch black, and they're like, "Oh, the lights don't work or whatever." And then they come back, and the power's on. They like flipped the switch on the basement and it's just loaded up with mosquito eggs or whatever. And I felt like this was like one of those moments where it was just like kind of like one of those callbacks. Like, oh, power's back on. Like, let's reveal the horror threat, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like- the cause what the moment is, um, you know, sort of uh, structurally is that you are getting rid of an obstacle which is that the power's out. So like every we start this we started your 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 uh guest in uh, with all the characters boarded in the dark. Well, so that's a problem. And then they solve the problem <laughs> by getting the t- power turned back on, but upon turning the power back on, we reveal that there is another problem, which is that the Winchester is surrounded by zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of goes back to like that thing that Spielberg used to say about Raiders where it's like they would always, they're always like, you couldn't, you, ha- you always had to introduce a new peril. Right. To keep like the momentum going. New obstacle. Yeah. New obstacle. It's like overlapping obstacles. It's good. Um, There's something so sad and creepy about Diane just pushing channels. That shot is, we keep going back to like, uh, like particular shots and just being like, well, yeah, you could frame that and put it on a wall as like a work of art. And that's. <laughs> That's one of those frames, just like the way that everyone is sort of um, blocked. Like looking up and like bored. Yeah. And just like perfectly balanced in the frame, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it's just really. Yeah. They're, they're all good. such different shapes and different sizes. Like yeah. they look interesting together. It's like, a, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a straight up like a superhero, like, you know, money shot. Like it's the kind <laughs> yeah. of, it's the kind of shot that like artists in a comic book like they tell their writers like please write a scene like this so that i can draw this and sell it Mm -hmm. for like three thousand dollars um like because these are the things that sell for really high if you like if this was the justice league like you got all of your members on one page you know yeah Yeah. storyboarding is not a not part of their the cornetto process yes it is it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) It was just a happy accident. They're like, oh, this looks great. I think it's, <laughs> I, I definitely think it's it's one of those like one perfect shot, you know, mo- yeah. like posts that, you know, one perfect shot would, would, would post on their 
website or whatever. Like it definitely is like, like that is it. Like, so when this minute comes out, you're telling me that this is, this is the, the thumbnail, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's, there's no doubt. Um, this will definitely be it. <laughs> um, I'm just struck by the channels. Like how devastating that is? No, just the varying channels, like literally Discovery Channel, MTV, like all of these mm -hmm. conglomerates. Because then you realize that this could be global, mm -hmm. not just within their area, because you know some of these headquarters are not True. anywhere near them. I guess that is, I guess this is the only instance in the movie that, could theoretically uh suggest that this is global i mean there's right, there's also right. there's also the explanation that you know while they are global networks um they have like, an offshoot in the in right England or whatever R right 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 like they get the satellite feed but somebody has to be at the local office to to send it out to the you know the cable well, was it only in england in universe question, I guess it yeah. was. I haven't watched this movie in completion in quite a while. Was this exclusive to England? Their town? Their we don't know. Area? They never. It's, like, it's like very ambiguous about would, what even caused it, and like yeah. But like I feel like here it would have to at least be like whole country because that would include the offshoot areas that project the TV stuff. Yeah. And I feel like earlier in this film, it was like just starting, but like this moment here makes it feel like it's spread so far and the damage has been so extensive to the point where we've lost so many, so much contact with the rest of the world. Like at first it felt like uh, a beginning and now it feels like, like, I don't know, like it's, it's almost like, it's exponentially gotten worse. Yeah. I, I think uh, for me, this would be the scariest moment mm -hmm. of like the total right. realization of like, wow, I can't ask for help because <laughs> it's like bigger than what I'm seeing in front of me. At least when you see the zombies, you're like, yep, that's bad. But like it's, when you uh, see something greater than that, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. It feels like a real, like, like looking out on a raft in every direction and just seeing the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh fuck. Right. Um I the the one um there's one channel in particular which I don't know what channel this is and maybe um this is like legit and uh one of our British listeners could uh tell us like oh that's you know that's channel 7 dum dum uh but this screen of like the silhouetted uh, cityscape or ca I, I can't tell if this is like supposed to be like a silhouetted London and, and that's like uh, like a London I don't know like a like, like London Tower or something or if this is like a silhouetted castle but like with the red sky and and it just looks very gothic and that's a uh, foreboding I don't know that's a is that not a picture of the earth because I always thought that was like an Find opaque it. picture of the Earth, like in the background. Mm. Oh, is that what that is? It looks like it, it just looks be. like a red sky with I like thought swirlies. Countries. <laughs> oh. Red sky with swirlies. It's <laughs> yeah. a, uh If anybody cares, it's at forty-four seconds in. Yeah. To this particular minute. 
minute 70. I don't know why I always thought those were countries. <laughs> and I just it was like, oh, it's just probably like the earth Some or something. Weird shaped countries. Yeah. Um, it, looks like, yeah it looks like a Rorschach uh, <laughs> kind of thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's very gothic. And like if I... <laughs> Like if, if I was like uh, running a channel, like running a station, like, I mean, that's your standby for more for further information card is like, yeah. this, this is All right. super creepy. <laughs> Scott, I'm really yeah. glad you brought that up. Uh, an idea just popped into my head as you were saying that. So just in case anything should ever happen, like any kind of technical difficulties, I think dueling genre could use a cute little fun like sign. We already have one. Oh, what is it? Tell me what it is. I've used it before. Remind me. Um, it was like uh, I, I believe it was Doctor Who related, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh. I think it was a I think it was a Dalek or something with an out of an order sign on it. Oh man, those uh, guys are always up to something. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we what we did. We could probably okay. use something that's like actually original, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what would like, you make if you had to make it original? Uh, I would do a little anime chibi Scott running. <laughs> Like running frantically. Like okay. Oh, see, I would, I, I would have, I would have said, uh, uh, me, you know, sitting at a table with my coffee and the room is on fire. Um, oh, that's amazing! Yeah, <laughs> great. Oh man, I wish I knew how to do that. Everything's fine. We'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of typing. Yeah. All right, listeners, get on that. Make make a chibi little Scott with his thematic <laughs> fire. Yeah. Oh, he needs to wear like um, headphones too to pretend mm-hmm. like he's podcasting, like everything's normal, and he doesn't notice that everything's mm-hmm. on fire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yeah, this um, uh, this little moment where Ed asks for uh, for a quid, quid from Liz. Yeah, I <laughs> I just love because we know he's gonna go play the he's gonna go play the game. Um, little bar game that he likes but uh i i just love that he goes to ask liz for it and that liz doesn't even question like what do you need a dollar for like we're just it's we're just drinking he yeah sounds like such a little kid i think what's so great about it it's like because um it's like we didn't know that he was gonna go play the game like if like if you're watching (laughs) it you might think like you're seeing this like you said this was like the scary moment, just seeing the TVs blanking out. I thought it was scary that the zombies were at that window. And it's like it's a very scary minute that we're dealing with. And it's like you'd think that Ed would be like, hey, uh, Liz, how, how you holding up? It's like, hey, mm-hmm. can I borrow a quid? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> but the fact that she just like, yeah, yeah, hold on. And like, right? I got it. And then she's like, here you go. It's like. Yeah. I imagine myself like doing that, that you're so like checked out of the situation that you're not realizing what you're doing. You're like, everything's normal in your brain. And then everything's on fire at the same time. So you just try to like autopilot. You're like, yeah, here's a quid. If I asked you for a dollar in a moment of like. I'd call you a fucking idiot. You'd be like, what do you need a dollar (laughs) for? I'd be like, I'll play a game. (laughs) I will will say, um, I guess. The MTV and the Discovery Channel, uh, please stand bys. Those are a little more surprising because you'd think that they would have some sort of system in place to, I don't know, like override the the, uh, I don't know, their local uh, 
affiliate. And just or play like a play just like real world re- uh, immediately reruns. Immediately go yeah. to music videos. <laughs> or yeah, or just 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 play like or or just doing a direct feed to like the American MTV because England has their own like I think MTV Europe or whatever. Um, oh yeah, that's true. But yeah. it's like live from New York. It's TRL, and they're like, listen, yeah. I don't really yeah, right, care. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But it, it is a, it's a great effect, though, uh, that all of them have that same message. It's uh, very eerie. Like like Nick said, waking up on a raft in the middle of the ocean kind of moment. Uh, Woof. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys uh, remember the first time that you saw this movie? I think, Mark, I think you might have told your story on uh, during the Spaced Minutes, possibly. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I've talked about mine. Um, so it was definitely during high school, and you know, I won't I won't regurgitate it all again. But for the most part, you know, it was in high school where I, I fell upon all these Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg films, and uh, the rest was history after that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Johnny? I'm pretty sure I watched it in high school, but like revisited revisited it in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was to talk like a movies by minute person. Like I never thought I would do a podcast like this, guest it or host otherwise. Um, Cause I like movies, but I feel like I like TV shows more. I don't uh-huh. know. But um, I did really like the movie. It was creepy to me, like in the most comedic way. Uh-huh. And I still feel that way, but yeah, just just high school. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Uh, I I I would be curious because I mean you're doing Awesome Powers, which is a like a like an actual spoof movie, and this movie gets yeah. accused of being a spoof occasionally, um, especially I feel like it's when it more was more of an homage. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I yeah, I was kind of just wondering, like, I don't know what your what your thoughts are on uh, sort of like the differences, I guess, between like what Austin Powers is trying to do and what this movie is doing. Mm -hmm. I feel like directly, like Austin Powers directly pokes fun. It's like right in your face. And even the jokes are, and that's like a huge difference. Like the jokes are direct. They're like straight jabs. But like here it's more like nuance that he just wants to pay homage to things that he really enjoys Mm -hmm. and like spin it of his own accord. Mm-hmm. And like Mike Myers just went in full force of like, I'm going to comedically destroy <laughs> James Bond. Like that's how I feel when I watch it. Not that I hate that at all, but I just feel like he wanted to like comedically rip apart. Yeah. And I, I feel like the jokes um, between the two are so drastically different. Like just the way they delivered where it's like, um, you know, like Austin Powers, like, there's no way you could miss the joke when it happens. And here, and everything that they've done, um, not just Shaun of the Dead, but most of, most of their work is just like, you could easily miss the joke. And and I don't know if that's just because I'm an American and it's a British media and I, I might be missing some things just because of that. But just that's just their style. It's like, you could easily miss. It's, there's like, the jokes are... Um, I want to say smart, <laughs> um, yeah. and and that's just how it is, and that's why like in high school, like this was, this caught me at, at the time where like my own social 
identity was still just a ball of mush and it was you know like falling upon these films like I shaped into that kind of comedy where it's like I gravitate towards this because that's what I grew up on so like the comedy in this film and especially Hot Fuzz was like it defined my humor for the rest of my life and I guess that's why we differ because like this my movies like Austin Powers defined my humor because we had a, a debate on the pod uh between uh for lack of a better classification, smart and dumb humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and how like smart is a different level, but dumb catches most, if not all people. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost blatant in your face that like poop jokes are poop jokes and mm-hmm. they're just, they're funny. Um, but the level of smart humor, it doesn't grasp everyone. There's like a, like a cutoff. I, I definitely missed most of the jokes in Shaun of the Dead the first time I watched it mm-hmm. because I like I think I said it in the spaced episode but I thought that this was an American film I didn't think I thought it was just a zombie movie that was a spoof I thought it was like a scary movie situation right and so and so I watched it and I, I, I when I stopped watching it I was like cool zombie comedy movie and then I saw Hot Fuzz and that's when it clicked where I was like, where, what is this world? What is this like? What is this humor? Like, who are these people? There's a, what? There's a place called the United Kingdom. I've never heard of it before. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't that drastic, but it was like, it was definitely one of those things where I was like, oh, cults, other cultures. Like, I was, yeah. I don't know. And it, I, that, I, I think what you're talking about literally happened to me, but with Harry Potter just about five years earlier. Uh, I think like in the nineties, I, I just, I wasn't that in the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan, I think was my in- entry into, into England <laughs> oh, as a, as a my place. God. Yeah. You know, so, if you ever want to team up and we want to do that one minute by minute, you hit me up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I would, I would love to, I would love for that to be, I would love to find, I don't know, somehow two twins mm. that love movies. Oh, <laughs> oh that would be, <laughs> he was just like, cool. We'll find two twins. Yeah, I do think that um, Shaun of the Dead feels like it's giving its genre a big hug um, where it's just like, yeah, no, I love you. Like, like come here, like, and just giving it a big bear hug. Whereas Austin Powers is kind of like that asshole friend who makes fun of you all the time. Um uh, like where it's like, yeah, I'm friends with the James Bond movies, but like also <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Like that, yeah, why that's does kind this of, happen? How right. come this is always this way. Right. To How the can point. You get with that girl. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. To the, to the point where, you know, when they uh, were going to make another uh, James Bond movie after I think the Pierce Brosnan ones. They're like, we literally like, how do we even make a James Bond movie after the Austin Powers movies? Like, what do we even do? And they're like, well, I guess we just have to be really, really earnest. And then they made Casino Royale. Um, so, you know, it 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 definitely I, I do like Austin Powers sort of place, I guess. Like it's it's footing in the James Bond mythology, which is that it directly affected uh, like the next set of bond movies oh yeah um, be- for and just, also just for existing <laughs> and like the I 90 like- the world of 90s comedy i think oh, oh yeah, yeah. Big sure watermark. absolutely well i feel like they also took 
every ridiculous piece that you're like, wow, that's weird. And just personified it times a million. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're going to make this the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. You know right. what's weird is now that I'm thinking about it, and I only touched on it because we do the movies by minute uh, treatment of Austin Powers, but so Shaun of the Dead, I went into it, you know, like I said, it thinking of, oh, it's just a zombie spoof film comedy. And mm-hmm. so I went with that mentality. But never as a kid watching Austin Powers did I go James Bond spoof film. I always thought of it as Mike Myers kind of SNL, but in movie, <laughs> like long skit, like kind of. And like, I understand that it's a spy movie, but never was I ever like in the mindset of, oh, it's a spy spoof film. It was just always mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I remember being a kid watching that and not really getting all of it and yeah and not like it would be years before i'm like oh they're doing spy who loved me or, or they're doing goldfinger yeah yeah, yeah it wasn't until we were... it wasn't until the the spy who shagged me and you i think they recreated the um the bikini scene from dr no mm-hmm. with heather graham i think that was the moment where when that happened i was like oh is this like because i think it was 12 when that one came out in 97 i think uh, and I think at that point I was like, oh, that's what that's what this is. That's what they're doing. Uh, because, you know, that was like I, – I don't know that they – I think they – like the first one just sort of generally played with the tropes but didn't do anything maybe like as direct as that. Like didn't do as direct of a reference as that they were was. just like tiny moments. I think mostly yeah. it's just the characters. Like mm-hmm. they were right. like, well, the characters are based on mm-hmm. almost all types of – Right, spy villains. And well, whatnot. a lot of vagina was pussy galore. Yeah, and right, right. Like Frau yeah. was some, literally, almost has the same name as the person she yeah. she's mimicking and Doctor Evil's and all that. Everyone, every single one in the first movie is just like, yeah, that character is from an actual James Bond novel or something. Right, right. Um, but that was the first moment where it was like, oh, they okay, I see what they're, I get it. Okay, got it. Um. So yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you guys. Like not knowing right away that that's what Austin Powers was doing, but like looking back on it, it's like, oh yeah, of course that's what they're doing. Yeah, so. and it, it, you know, and what's so funny about like Austin Powers minute, like this show that they do, is like, yeah, it's really easy to like analyze the joke because like there it is, but then it just creates the silliest subject matter of like whole like tangent on penis pumps yeah and just you know and the world needs to know it's like you write down the notes and you go oh wow that's what we have to talk about mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> i think my favorite moment was when Alyssa realized that it was a james bond parody on air because she had no idea <laughs> oh, even wow. though we started the movie because she was she's not a James Bond fan oh yeah right. I do not sure. host that show for those listening yeah that's not <laughs> I'm like I was a guest <laughs> yeah but it's like I love those realizations that she gets on air that I'm watching in real time that's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> um all right well I think that transitions us nicely so uh go go check out uh johnny on on austin powers minute mark where can people find you well you can find uh all of our shows that we do at tooldmedia.com um there you'll find austin powers minute tarantino minute where we're currently covering pulp fiction minute and you can go back and listen to reservoir dogs minute and the other show is dc cinematic minute where we're currently covering dawn of justice 
And you can find that on all social media at DCEU Minute. And uh, you can find Johnny at Johnny M on all social media. Plugging me? Okay. Yeah, I did. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. All right. He's a professional plugger in the family. <laughs> it's programmed in me. Someone's got to do it. It's true. <laughs> Uh, and if you guys, um, we, 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 behind the scenes, we've been, uh, sort of talking about, uh, some things that we're going to be doing that are directly related to this show, uh, on our Patreon. So you might want to go check out duelinggenre.com slash support, go check out our Patreon page, become a patron. There was a, there was a scare where Patreon was going to start charging patrons fees and, uh, they just, they just announced uh today that they're not going to do that which is good um so uh if you left come back <laughs> come back and uh <laughs> and uh you, you know be around for uh when we announce the thing that we uh are, are are most likely going to be doing um that is associated with this show so uh you know for all of those updates you want to go to duelinggenre.com slash support become a patreon member and uh, we'll be back on Monday. But in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over.